Welcome to Beaver Lodge Alliance's sermon podcast. We're so glad to join you. This is the latest sermon. We pray that you would receive encouragement, exhortation, and that Jesus would speak to you through this sermon. Enjoy. Well, good morning and uh, welcome here. If you're joining us online, uh, I'm not usually the face that you see, uh, but today's going to be a little bit different, uh, but so excited to, to have you here. If you're here in person, welcome here. Glad to have you guys with us here today. I want you to stand. We're going to start off by singing the doxology. Uh, so this is our No Singing Sunday, and yet there are actually two songs three songs actually today. Uh, so <laughs> it'll be good. It'll be good. But we'll start with the doxology. So I think it's going to be up on the, uh, there we go. It's up on the screen. So praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Well done. You guys can grab a seat. Good job. Those of you that are at home, you really just only get my voice, so that's a blessing for you, I'm sure. It's great. Well, welcome here. We are at the end of our Meaning of Oranges series, where we're rediscovering the way of Jesus, and today we are rediscovering the way of worship. We're calling this our No Singing Sunday, even though there's going to be a couple of songs. We just can't get away from it. Uh, but we are, uh, we're trying to look at worship differently. We're trying some alternative ways of worship out today, and we're trying to, to really kind of push some of the creative juices a little bit. So today we're going to look differently. Today's going to look different than our other Sundays. But our prayer for today is that we will experience the presence of Jesus in a different, but still hopefully very meaningful way. So try something new today, stretch yourself, and see what Jesus might have in store for you. Now, if you're watching from home, this might be an especially different day for you. There's going to be a lot of tactile stuff that's happening for the people that are here present. Uh, there's a lot of stuff for them to do and to experience, and there's even donuts. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit uh, different for you being at home, uh, and your experience is going to be a little bit, you're going to miss out on a couple of the experiences. But we've tried to do what we can to include you in this, so hopefully um, you will still be able to worship differently today. And now if you're close by, like if you're in Beaver Lodge and you're kind of hanging out and you're in your sweatpants and that kind of stuff, here's my challenge. It's like three-minute drive. So jump in your vehicle, head on over here. You're going to catch most of the stuff that, that's going to happen. And even if you're wearing sweatpants, you'll fit right in. So come on over and join us. I think it's going to be really, really something that you'll, you'll benefit lots from if you're here present. Uh, so let me pray for us as we enter, enter into something a little bit differently today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence today. We thank you, God, that, uh, that worship is so much bigger than, uh, than what we have normally experienced. And so, Lord, we ask that you would lead us today. Uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, would you guide us in our time today? Would we be able to come into your presence, worship you, meet with you, hear your voice, experience your real manifest presence here today? 
And Holy Spirit, we invite you to move in this space, to breathe life onto us, to fill us afresh, to help us to worship in spirit and in truth. And so we lift your name on high, Jesus Christ. We lift you up and we praise you for you are good and you are faithful. And we know that you are already here. Help us be aware of your presence. We love you and we thank you today. We pray these things in your powerful name, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, Pastor Amy. Today I am reading from Psalm 103. My soul bless the Lord, and all that is within me bless his holy name. My soul bless the Lord, and do not forget all his benefits. He forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with faithful love and compassion. He satisfies you with good things. Your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord executes acts of righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He revealed his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in faithful love. He will not always accuse us or be angry forever. He has not dealt with us as our sins deserve or repaid us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his faithful love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows what we are made of, remembering we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass, he blooms like a flower in the field, when the wind passes over it, it vanishes, and its place is no longer known. But from eternity to eternity, the Lord's faithful love is towards those who fear him, and his righteousness is, is towards the grandchildren of those who keep his covenant, who remember to observe his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, all his angels of great strength who do his word, obedient to his command. Bless the Lord, all his armies, his servant who do his will. Bless the Lord, all the, his works in all the places where he rules. My soul, bless the Lord. Well, good morning. I'm Pastor Nate, uh, for those who might not know me, and I'm the pastor of student ministries here at the church. Uh, we're going to be saying the Nicene, or not the Nicene Creed, the Apostles' Creed uh, in just a second here. Um, but before we do that, I just want to give some quick background for it. Uh, so the Apostles' Creed was developed about 1,500 years ago, give or take some years. Um, and it was a way for the churches to uh, kind of give, give a statement of the foundations of their faith. Um, just talking about the Holy Spirit, the Son, and the Father. Um, also, just a note about this, if you go searching for it within your Bible, you won't find it. It doesn't say these things word for word, um, but it's a good summary of who God is and what, what the Godhead is like. Uh, so I'd invite you to just stand with me as we say this together, and it should be on the screen, I believe. So, we believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, 
who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You can be seated. So one thing, just as, we, as we're continuing to move, we've kind of doubled in size now since I sat down. So for those of you that have just walked in, um, we're doing something a little different today. Today is our No Singing Sunday, uh, and we're doing worship in a different way. So we're looking at a lot of different ways of worshiping God, and so today is going to be a little different than what we normally uh, have done. Uh, one of the things for you that are kiddos, um, there are little clipboards in the back, and uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but on those clipboards, there's some different, you know, games and things like that to do. There's a place to, to draw a picture. There's crayons. Um, and if you want to, as you're looking at artwork that's up here, um, you may be thinking, hey, I want to try my hand at some artwork. So you can take that stuff and you can draw some, some pictures for us. And if you do that, um, we have a space in the foyer where we hang those pictures up. And so uh, you can talk to Pastor Nate or Pastor Amy. Uh, give them your drawing at the end of the day, and we will put that up for you, because uh, we, we want to encourage people to, to draw and to uh, be artists in the middle of all this. Well, today is a, is a really good day, and we get to do some fun things today. I remember um, about 20 years ago, right before I came, so I don't know if you guys know, this September I will be in Beaver Lodge for 20 years, which is crazy. I think it's insane. But before I came to, to, to Beaver Lodge to be your youth pastor, um, I was uh, at Briarcrest Bible College, and I worked for their enrollment department there. And I went around at different conferences that were happening around Canada to represent Briarcrest Bible College. So as their representative, I went to a, double, a Michael W. Smith concert in Edmonton. And I found out later that this church, I think it was Edmonton, this church sent a bunch of youth to that same conference. So I was there when a bunch of the youth were down there, which was really fun. I didn't know them at that time, but I found out about it later. Anyhow, Michael was singing a song called Agnes Day. And I don't know if you've heard that song before, um, but it's that one that goes, Alleluia, Alleluia. For the Lord God Almighty reigns. That, that, that one, right? Okay, exactly. Okay. It was great. It was really fantastic. He did a, a little bit of a better job than I did. Not, not, not a lot, but a little bit. Um, and Michael sang uh, what he had planned to sing, right? And he was singing a bunch of songs. So this song was like, you know, it's a four-minute song or something like that. So he sang it, and he played on the piano, and he had this beautiful choir behind him, and there was a, a violinist playing. It was just really quite beautiful. But then he stopped because he was done with the song. But there were like 12,000 youth in that Colosseum there, and they just kept going without him. They kept singing the part, Holy, holy, 
Are you Lord God Almighty? Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. You are holy. Holy. And they just kept on going. And it went on for like over 20 minutes. Like it just felt like it was forever as we sang. And all the musicians that were on the stage just kind of knelt. They left the stage. They were crying. We were crying up in the, 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 the seats. And there were like 12,000 of us worshiping God. The Spirit of God fell in that place. And it was so beautiful, so beautiful to just sing that chorus again and again and again. I also remember about 10 years ago when I took our youth to Mexico City to a mission, on a mission trip, and we had the chance to visit an orphanage there, um, and I got to hold a special needs baby named Jesus. Now, you've likely heard this story because I've shared it a couple of times, and I was holding baby Jesus, and he peed on me a little bit, if you guys remember that story. But as I, as I held that baby, I felt like I was worshiping God, like I was ministering to Jesus by ministering to this baby Jesus. I felt like I was in God's presence, worshiping him. Sometimes we think of worship in that first story, that that's what worship is, that worship is singing. But a lot of times worship is like in that second story, where it has nothing to do with singing at all. Sometimes it just has to do with serving or being in the presence of God in some other way. You know what the five love languages are? We've talked about that before, and hopefully you've thought about it before. They're written by a guy named Gary Chapman. Uh, and Gary, Gary discovered that, that in his research, God has designed everybody to give love and to receive love in different ways. And he describes them in five different ways. Words of affirmation, touch, gifts, quality time, and acts of service. These five different ways that people give and receive love. Everyone expresses love a little bit differently. And the way that you express love is unique to you. In a very similar way, everyone expresses worship a little bit differently. And the way that you express worship is unique to you. There's another Gary, a guy named Gary Thomas, who wrote a book called Sacred Pathways, where he describes nine different ways, unique ways, that people worship. And, and really, it's, it's more like the kind of personality that people bring to worship. And here's, here's what those nine ways are. Uh, Gary Thomas talks about naturalists, people who worship God in the outdoors, in, in nature. Uh, they go by that the heavens declare the glory of God, and they love to be in that space where they, they can just declare God's glory with nature. Then there are those called sensates who worship God really with their senses quite a bit. They love to smell the incense burning. They love to taste the bitter, bitter herbs at the Passover meal. They love the, the senses being, being uh, used in the worship of God. Then there are traditionalists who worship God through ritual and symbol. The, the praying of the Lord's Prayer, the sharing of communion, that's really powerful for them. Then there's the ascetics, people who love to worship God in solitude and in simplicity. They love to go off to, to hermitage, hermitages, and they like to fast, sitting in quiet. Then there are the activists, people who worship God through confrontation. 
fighting for those who are less fortunate, looking after the widow and orphan. They like to take up the cause. And then there are caregivers who worship God by loving others, taking people into their home, exercising hospitality and warmth. And there are enthusiasts, people who love to worship God with celebration. They'll bring their own tambourine to church and they like to wave flags and their hands are often up in the air and they, they cheer and they clap and they shout out, Amen! There are the contemplatives who worship God through adoration and prayer, pausing and reflecting and leaning in. And then there are the intellectuals who worship God through deep thinking, reading and processing and debating and digging into deep thoughts. Now, these are just the nine unique ways of worship or personality types for worship that Gary Thomas was able to identify. Perhaps you would come up with a whole different grouping of a way that you, individually, on your own, uh, would, would say, this is how I worship. The point here is that there are many different personality types when it comes to worship. Now, even though these are all different kinds of ways, or I guess different personality types for worship, you can see how the different things that we do fit in well with these different things, and even how someone would interact with maybe the same event a little bit differently. So some people would read Scripture from a contemplative space, or maybe they'd read Scripture from kind of the intellectual worship space. Or you'd go hiking or, or, or sitting in quiet prayer or, or, or just being silent, singing, waving flags. Oh, so in all these different ways of worship, people would interact with each of these a little bit differently. And just like with the love, love languages, we are each uniquely built to express worship in a different way. Each of us can think about how we, how do we connect with God in our own unique way? But also like the love languages, I, 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 I've, I've had so many um, married couples in my office when I talk about love languages and the husband will say, my, my love language is words of affirmation. And the wife will say, well, my love language is, is touch. And they'll both be arguing with each other and angry at each other that they're not expressing the love in a different way. And I often say, hey, look, even though touch, so you look at the husband. And I say, okay, look, touch might not be your love language, but can you express that love language to your wife? It's like learning a different language. Can you try using touch sometimes. He's like, well, I can give it a try. And I'll say to the wife, can you try sometimes? I know touch is your big thing, but can you try words of affirmation? Be bilingual in your love language towards your spouse. And they try it, and it's amazing what happens. Well, just like that, I'm going to ask you to be bilingual in the way that you express worship. Try something new. Try something that you haven't tried before. Maybe singing is your thing, and you're just like, if I could just sing for the rest of all eternity, that would be fantastic. Well, maybe stop singing for a moment and try being quiet for a moment. See what would happen. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but try something different. If you're normally an activist, if you're normally the person that's at the front of the rally with the placard, you know, making sure that you're being an activist and, and, and reaching out for things and, and, and trying to, to speak loudly, try asceticism for a moment. Try going off by yourself and seeing what that would look like. We're going to put this list of these nine different personality types up on our Facebook page later. 
And I want you to try some of these out. So try some of these out later, see what it's like, and just see if maybe you'll find a different way, a new way of worshiping God. You might find that this gives you an opportunity to experience Jesus in a whole new way. Which brings me to a really important point. Worship is not one-sided. It's not just you worshiping God. It's you connecting with God in relationship. We get to experience God. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Most of the religions of the world, there is a mute idol where people worship the idol but get nothing in return. But not so with God. God is not a far-off God. God is a close God. There's many times in Scripture that God speaks about this. One of them is here in Jeremiah 29, 13, where God says this, You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And he says this many times through Scripture in many different ways. God is a God who loves to engage with his worshipers. He loves to connect with those who are there to seek him with all their heart. He's a close God, a loving God, a God who actually sought us out first. He began the story by coming to see us. We didn't have to worship him to get his attention. He came to us. When we worship God, we turn our hearts towards him and respond to his loving kindness and enter into relationship. We see his face. We feel his presence. When we seek him, we find him. When we seek him with all our heart. So we have some, some exciting things for today. We're trying to worship God in some different expressions. So I don't want to talk for too long because I want to get on to doing this. Because it's really going to be fun. I, like, like, I love doing different things to, to experience God in a different way. I love the, the creativity and I love, I love the, 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 the different. So we're going to do that today. So one of the things that we're going to do to kind of talk about different ways of, of uh, worshiping God is I'm going to invite one of our elders, Tim Anderson, to come on up here. And he's going to tell you about two different opportunities to worship God today. One with our finances and one with our service. And then I'm going to lead us into communion. So, uh, Tim, come on up. Okay, we're going, to, we're going to move into kind of a broader time now of uh, doing worship in a, in a number of different ways. And one of the ways we're going to start is with communion. A communion is a fantastic way to worship God. Jesus initiated communion as a way to remember the centrality of Christ's death and resurrection. And communion is a great example of how worship is not one-sided. Because when we share in communion, we connect with God. It's a relational connection uh, between us and God, remembering the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So if you're a follower of Jesus Christ today, I invite you to share communion with us. Uh, there's three options. There's just one table. Usually we have it kind of spread out. There's just one table today. And there's three options on here. So there is a loaf that's broken there. You can grab a chunk of that loaf. And you can take it back to your seat and you can share with your family or your friends with that loaf. Um, you can grab, uh, there's crackers in little cups. So you can just grab an individual cracker if you want. Uh, or there's even a gluten-free option. So if you need that, that's up here as well. And then there's juice cups uh, so that everybody can have their own little juice cup uh, for, for that. So in a moment, I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to invite you to come up here to get the elements and share as you see fit. 
And we're not all going to share at once. So what's going to happen is you're going to take your time to come up here and get the elements. You're going to go back. If you're, if you're here with your family, maybe you want to sit down and describe what communion's all about as you share with your family. Um, if, you're, if you're wanting to go quickly, you can just grab it and take communion quickly. You can do whatever, it wor- however it works for you. And once you're done with communion, we're not going to have kind of an, a, a time where we stop things. So you're going to be able to spend as long as you want in communion. And once you're done with communion, you can kind of do some of the other stuff that's going on here. So let me describe for you what else is going on here. So if you look over at the wall here, you guys up, um, you guys that are at home won't see this, but there's going to be something special we have for you in a moment. On the wall here is uh, a lot of artwork. Now, it's beautiful, amazing artwork. I don't know if you've had a chance to take a look at that yet, uh, but uh, you will have a chance to do that. It was painted prayerfully, and it was painted prophetically. And so you want, I want you to spend some time. We're going to have a, a chunk of about 20 minutes here uh, where you're going to be able to do communion, spend some time looking at some of the artwork. Um, and what, as you're looking at the artwork, what you're doing is you're asking Jesus, Jesus, is there something in this that you would speak to me. As we were setting this artwork up, um, I, I kind of helped with bringing it in, but then I didn't do any of the setup. That's why it looks so fantastic up there. Uh, but as I was bringing in some of the artwork, artwork, I was looking at it, and I felt like God was speaking through all the different pieces there. So take a look through there and ask Jesus, is there anything that you would say to me through this artwork? Is there something that you would, you would remind me of, a passage of Scripture or, or a, a word of encouragement or something like that? Ask if Jesus has something for you as you look at that artwork. Art is such an amazing form of worship. We also view fellowship as worship. I don't know if you guys knew this, but when you guys connect with one another, you guys are worshiping God. I mean, and and maybe not all the time, but when you're fellowshipping together and you're encouraging one another and you're building each other up, you're worshiping God. So we have donuts in the foyer. Uh, Pastor Amy and Pastor Nate are going to be out there to serve you guys donuts. Um, Then there's coffee. We made extra coffee today. And there's juice boxes if you don't drink coffee. And there's bottles of water. And we want you uh, to go out into the foyer, grab a donut, and visit with somebody. Encourage somebody. Fellowship with somebody. Ask them if it's raining at their place this week. Whatever it takes, just connect with somebody uh, in this time. Now, after about 20 minutes, uh, we're going to kind of come back together to do a couple more things as we close off our service here. Uh, But we're going to spend a good 20 minutes in this time. And while you're contemplating the artwork, as you're fellowshipping, as you're having communion, listen and see if the Lord speaks to you in this time. Listen and see if he lays a scripture on your heart or maybe a testimony, or maybe a word of encouragement. We've got, we did at one point have paper and pens up here. I think somebody cleaned it up because they didn't think that it was part of what we were doing. I will find the paper and pens and we'll put it back. So there is a box of paper and pens up there that we'll put back up there in a moment. If you want to grab a paper and a pen, you can write down uh, the passage of scripture that God is speaking to you or, or the word of encouragement or the testimony, whatever it is, write it down on that paper as a reminder for yourself When we gather back together again, I'm going to ask you to share. 
Now, we're going to share briefly because we don't want to, uh, um, one person to steal the show, but we've got a microphone up here. So after we're done with the 20 minutes here and we gather back together again, I'm going to ask you if you would come up here and share what the Lord spoke to you briefly so that it would be an encouragement for other people because this is a part of worship, is being able to testify together, to share words of encouragement, to read scriptures for each other. So we'll have a chance to do that when we gather back together. So for those of you that are at home, we have a slideshow that's going to play during this time, and it's a slideshow of all these works of art. So you can spend some time looking at those, um, contemplating what God would speak to you in that. Um, also, maybe this is a good time to call somebody up who you know is also watching from home to fellowship with them over, over the phone or send out some fellowshipish um, texts or something like that, or make a comment on the video feed. You can make a little comment on the side of this video that's going on, and maybe get a conversation going there. Get creative and find out a way that you can engage in some of these different ways of worshiping. Maybe grab, if you've got a, a piece of bread at home, and you can sit in front of your camera and, and text somebody or whatever, connect together in some way. So let me pray for communion, and then you're released to do communion, to contemplate the art, to get some donuts, and to think about what God might be speaking to you today. Clear? If any of this was confusing to you, come chat with me. I'd be happy to talk about it some more. So let me pray, and we'll jump into this stuff. So Heavenly Father, we thank you that you've provided for us many different ways to connect with you. Whether it's through the artwork, or through fellowshipping, or, or, or through testifying, you've given us many different ways to connect. And so as we do these things right now, Lord, we come with an expectation that you are a God who loves to reveal himself and that you will speak to us during this time. So your servants are here and we are listening. So speak, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that we also get to experience communion today. We thank you, Jesus, for your death and resurrection, that you paid the ultimate price for us and that we get to celebrate that as we celebrate communion today. So, Lord, we pray as we, as we celebrate communion, as we look at the artwork, as we fellowship, as we testify, God, that you would lead us and guide us in all this process. So we give you honor and glory and praise, Jesus, and pray all these things in your powerful name. Amen. All right. So up and at them. Communion, artwork, fellowship, get at her. You've got about 20 minutes, and we're going to have a timer up somewhere, I think, so you know how 20 minutes, hey? That goes by so quickly when good stuff is happening. <laughs> All right, we're going to gather back up again. Make your way on in from the foyer there. Awesome. Welcome back. For those of you that are online, I want to hear about your experiences online. Like what how it went for you, uh, kind of what happened for you in that. Um, so there's not an easy, we don't have an easy way of doing this, but if you could somehow email in later uh, kind of what your experience was or something like that, we'd love to hear about it. So send that in to us. That would be encouraging. <clears throat> well, I hope you got a chance to do a little bit of everything. Likely... Uh, it's, you know, when, we, when I planned this out, I thought, what's it going to look like when we kind of gather people back together? Because that's like a hot mess usually. So good job, you guys. We're able to get back in your spots. Are you going to wave flags for us? 
That's awesome. Good job, man. That's great. Well, we're going to move into a time where we want to, I want to hear from you guys, okay? So, the sharing of Scripture, testimonies, and words of encouragement, they're powerful ways for us to worship God. And we want to keep it fairly brief. So if we have, if we have a bunch of people come up that want to share, and we want to keep this fairly brief, so here's what I'm going to encourage you to do. If you have a brief Scripture that the Lord has placed on your heart that you want to read, well, we're saying like, maybe five verses or less, okay? If you have a brief testimony that the Lord has placed on your heart to share, like we're talking about like a, if you could share, if you were in an elevator and you're going from the first floor to the fifth floor and you've got about 25, 30 seconds, how long of a testimony would you share? So we've got like a, a 30 second testimony to share or a brief word of encouragement or something you heard the Lord speak. Again, keep it to about 30 seconds. Um, then we're going we're gonna to do that, okay? So the microphone is here. We're just going to open it up. For those of you that want to be the first ones up here or don't want to be the first ones up here, let's be brave and jump into this and uh, let's share whether you've got a scripture or a testimony or a word of encouragement. We'll jump up here and do that quickly. Now we're going to do it at the microphone for the sake of those that are at home so they can hear it too. Because if you just yell it from your seat, they can't hear it from home. So come on up and let's do that now. We'll give a few minutes for people to to run up here and, and share. So come on up. So Jesus, we just come before you right now. And as we close off this service, we thank you for the many ways that we can worship you, that you make yourself so available to us. Through thanksgiving, uh, through singing, through painting, through contemplation, through fellowship, through so many different ways that we can enter into worship with you. And we thank you that it's not one-sided, but you meet with us in these spaces. So today, God, may you be honored and glorified, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We lift you high, and we're so thankful that you are here with us. So I just bless you, church, right now. I bless you to receive the fullness of Christ, everything that Christ has for you. As I was praying earlier this week, I thought of the, the gifts that God gives and it's worship to receive God's gifts. It's worship to receive from God what he has for us. And so, Father, as you give the gifts to your children, we want to receive them as worship. And so, uh, church, would you receive the fullness of what Christ has given you? All the gifts, all the fruit, everything that Christ has for you, would you receive it right now? Would you receive a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit that you would know God, that you would experience his presence, and that you would walk in his equipping and his power. As we go this week, church, would you be able to worship God in every day, whatever you do, whether it's work or whether it's rest or whether it's sleep, whatever it is, would you worship God in everything that you do? And may you be honored, Jesus. Meet with us. Lead us. Guide us. We love you. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and we pray all these things in your most powerful and precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. If you'd like more information about us or find out ways to contact us, visit our website at www.beaverlodgealliancechurch.com. We pray today that you would experience the love, presence, and power of Jesus Christ, and then make him known.